Welcome back to another episode of This Week on Tide Talk. Uh, this is episode two of this series. We appreciate y'all joining us, uh, or joining me, I guess I should say, as I, I do this one solo, as Jake is hard at work. Uh, but before we really get started, I do want to uh, to send our thoughts and prayers to, to all those families affected by the tornado in, in Nashville. And uh, we, we hope that the, the death total doesn't just continue to climb and that... Uh, you know, they find some people alive, and we just we just pray for the best in that situation. And uh, so we just want everybody to know that we are thinking and praying about those families affected by the tornado there in Nashville. Uh, in this episode, we're going to kind of look back on on this this last weekend's events, as well as uh, dropping some sound bites from from the last episode of the Tide Talk podcast. Uh, and then we're going to look ahead to to what's going on this week uh, and what you can expect on the uh, upcoming episode of the Tide Talk podcast. Uh, before we do that, uh, we do want to take a quick time out to uh, hear a word from one of our sponsors. Welcome back in to This Week on Tide Talk. Let's go ahead and jump right in to some of the events from this past weekend. Uh, of course, uh, the, the, the Crimson Tide softball team hosted the Easton Crimson Classic this last weekend in Tuscaloosa. They were able to, to finish with a 3-2 and two record. Uh, both losses did come to Arizona, the, the lone ranked team that was in this tournament other than Alabama. Both of those in, in heartbreak fashion, you know, each each by one run. But they did they did come ahead. They they finished with more wins than they did losses uh, over the weekend, so that's always a good thing. And as this team just continues to, to build uh, on, on the season and uh, continue to get better and better uh, as they uh, progress – in this young season right now they sit at 12 and 7 overall so uh i think the softball team is improving and of course we'll continue to talk about that on our podcast also we want to uh, congratulate christy curry and the women's basketball team as they got a a big victory uh this last sunday against missouri at home on senior day 73 to 61 uh, that, that means they were able to finish with a uh, 500 conference record. They finished eight and eight in SEC play, which is which is really good uh, considering the the amount of good and quality teams they have in SEC women's hoops. Uh, they they're sitting at 18 and 11 overall right now. So uh, as they head into the SEC tournament, and I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, on our uh, on our preview for for, for this upcoming week. Uh, so congratulations to them. That's, that's a great feat. They finished the season on a four-game winning streak. So uh, really proud of the girls. So make sure you continue to support them. Uh, and, and actually, uh, as of today, they are sitting uh, in the first four-out line of the of the women's bracketology. So uh, you know you never know what can happen with a win or two in the SEC tournament. So uh, with that, we're going to move on now to. Uh, to some uh, Bama baseball and, and kind of what happened this last weekend. Uh, I was actually able to attend the game Saturday against Harvard, so that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the wife and I really enjoyed that. It was a beautiful day, so uh, got, got to see some of the young talent that's on this team that, that Brad Bohannon has assembled, and uh, they're definitely a team on the rise. They were able to sweep Harvard this last weekend, uh, so, so that was big. And You know, we, we talked a little bit about the baseball team last week, and uh, you know, we're just really excited about what Brad Bohannon is, uh, is, is bringing to the, to the baseball program. And I want to play you a little bit of what Jake had to say last week regarding Brad Bohannon, Brad Bohannon and the Alabama baseball team. 
What about the what about the baseball team? I mean, Coach Bohannon. I mean, we we brag about him all the time, but man, he he he's done an outstanding job. And this team, yes, it is really young. Let's see how they do in SEC play. But right now, the future for for Alabama baseball is bright. So that was Jake's take on uh, on Brad Bohannon and the baseball team, and, and of course I echo those remarks. Uh, really proud of what this team has been able to accomplish so far in this young season. Uh, they actually uh, are ranked now uh, in the top 25, so that, that's that's great to see. And we just continue to look forward to what this team can build on this season and and the future of this program. So really really excited about that, and we hope y'all are are watching this baseball team and paying attention to what Brad Bohannon is doing. Uh, with our program. Uh, last week we also touched on some of the biggest news uh, you know, around the sports world, which was uh, the move that Scott Cochran made from his strength and conditioning job here at Alabama to take the special teams coordinator job at Georgia. And uh, I just wanted to play a little bit of, of, of Jake and, and, and my take from last week on what our initial reaction was uh, of this news that Scott Cochran was leaving the University of Alabama. Initial reaction to the news. You know, I was. I I don't want to say I was, I was shocked because you know a couple of years ago when, when Kirby did leave, there was rumors that Cochran was going to leave then, but I believe Saban gave him a uh, you know pretty much an extension, gave him a little bit more pay, and he stayed. But I and there's always been talk that that Cochran's wife and and Kirby's wife been been best friends for years, so. I kind of had a feeling on on down the road he might leave, but as a special teams coordinator, eh, you know, I don't. I mean, he's a good coach, good strength and conditioning coach, but we'll see how his special teams is next year. My initial reaction was, well, crap, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, and he's 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 been a a, a mainstay and and a and a main factor in in Alabama's success over the last what 13 years. Yeah. Which, is, which is crazy to think about, 13 years. But uh, he has done a fantastic job. Oh, uh, but, but 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 now, I mean, he, he, he works for the enemy, so he, he is now the enemy. That was our take on, uh, on Scott Cochran leaving Alabama for Georgia. Uh, and, of course, since then, uh, you've probably, probably seen that uh, Alabama has, well, not officially, but they, they have hired uh, David Ballou and Dr. Matt Ray uh, to be uh, the, the – strength and conditioning coaches and I guess scientific whatever you want to call it that Dr. Ray specializes in uh, and I think that's a that's a pretty interesting move for, for Coach Saban I believe he's trying to combat maybe some of the injuries that have occurred uh, the last several years and and maybe work on some load management and uh, things of that nature just taking a little bit of different approach so so we're, we're looking forward to uh, what David and, and Matt has to offer for this uh, for this program coming from Indiana, uh, they were before that they were actually at IMG Academy in, in Florida, where they you know had a relationship with Evan Neal and, and Dylan Moses. So there's a connection there. So we just look forward to what kind of impact they can make on the program. And of course, we'll talk a little bit more about that on on this week's episode of the Tide Talk podcast. So make sure you tune in for that. And uh, you know, we we also want to talk a little bit about. What happened Saturday uh, in Coleman Coliseum as the, as the men's team got a got a big win after a really slow start uh, against South Carolina? I was I was in house. That was a, that was a really fun event. 
uh, the, the crowd was really into it. It wasn't quite sold out, but there was a lot of people there. You know, it's hard to sell out a 15-plus thousand-seat arena. So, uh, but it was a great crowd, and there was a lot of energy. The fans were really into it. And, and like I mentioned, the, the team got off to a slow start, but they were able to, to rally and uh, make a run and get, and get a win against South Carolina, which they really needed if they want to uh, continue their, uh, their, their hopes and aspirations of making the NCAA tournament. And, you know, uh, we, we kind of talked a little bit last week about, you know, trying to, to, to simmer down some of the frustra- frustrations of some of the Alabama Hoops fans. And, uh, you know, we, this team is not really – had the best of luck, and I and I kind of talked about that a little bit, and uh, I, I hate to use the word luck because it sounds like you're you're searching for self pity, but we're really not. We're really just laying out some facts, and you know I had a I had kind of a, a hot take about about the the misfortunes of, of this year's basketball team, and, and kind of how uh, Nate Oates was dealt a pretty rough hand in his first season at the University of Alabama. So I'm going to play a, a clip from from last week's episode regarding. Uh, the injuries uh, so far on this team. I have no doubt that that he he's going to get the job done. He's just had extreme bad luck this season, and, yeah. and I hate to say luck because it, I, I'm sorry, luck exists whether people want to admit it or not. And and of course, you have these people who are so self righteous that say, "Well, you make your own luck." Bullshit. No, you don't. <laughs> luck, luck has nothing to do. You know what, what it is when you have two different players tear their AC, ACL before the season start? It's called bad freaking luck. It is. <laughs> I mean, it is. it's just bad luck. I'm, I'm sorry. So no, no. Uh, it, it's nobody's fault. It just it just happens, and it's, it's bad luck. And, I, and I'm sorry. If we had James Rojas and, and uh, Jawan Gary, good grief. Good grief this team would be good. And not even to mention JQ, mm-hmm. who the NCAA – just inexcusably denied his waiver. I, I don't get it, and we've talked about it a thousand times. I think we talk about it every podcast, but it just pisses me off. I mean, it's uh, just so it, it's just been bad luck. Of course, we haven't even mentioned that that Herb's played several games now with a freaking club on his hand. Yeah. Uh, he he's missed a ton of practice time. Alex Reese has missed a ton of practice time because of his hip. He's going to have to have hip surgery this off season. So I mean, just. Now Petty's out. It's just it's just been a, it's just been a string of bad luck when it comes to injuries uh, for this team. So, so I just wanted to remind everyone that it hasn't been the easiest transition for Nate Oates and the team uh, with all the injuries and the NCAA not you know granting the waiver uh, to JQ to be eligible to play this season. So things have not gone the way that Nate Oates maybe have have thought or wished. Uh, But right now we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to tell you a little bit about what's coming up uh, in the world of Alabama athletics as well as what you can expect on the next episode of the Tide Talk podcast, so stick around. Welcome back into this week on Tide Talk. Just want to give you a quick preview of what you can expect from uh, Alabama athletics and the Tide Talk podcast this week. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, the women's team starts the SEC tournament this week. They play Thursday at 12 against Georgia, so make sure you, you can tune into that if you can and uh, just support the ladies there, and maybe they can get a couple wins and make it to the NCAA tournament for the first time in a very, very, very long time. Uh, as far as the softball team goes, uh, they uh, 
like I mentioned, they, they're coming off the, the tournament in Tuscaloosa. They actually have a game Wednesday night against Alcorn State before hosting Arkansas over the weekend. So it's the first SEC matchup of the season. So if you can make it to Tuscaloosa this weekend for, for some SEC baseball, that would be great. Or softball, excuse me. Uh, speaking of baseball, they, uh, they play tonight, which is Tuesday, uh, against uh, South Alabama. And then they also have a game tomorrow against North Alabama. So they're, they're kind of covering the whole state <laughs> this week before they start a weekend series uh, at home against Lipscomb. So make sure to, like I said, if you're going to be in Tuscaloosa, make it to some softball games and make it to some baseball games. And the last uh, thing we're going to talk about is, of course, the, uh, the men's basketball team. They have a game tonight at home. It's, it's senior day. The lone senior on the team is Beetle Bolden. So if you can make it to, to Coleman tonight, Get down there to support Beetle and the rest of the guys as they uh, they take on Vanderbilt. Uh, obviously, it's a must win. They they can't afford to lose another regular season game, so it's it's a big big game. Uh, need to have a good turnout. I know it's it's tough to make it on a weeknight, but if you can be there, be there to support the guys. Uh, and we're going to continue to talk about uh, you know all all these sports on our podcast. We really appreciate uh, all the support that we we've, we've been given. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we, we got some good good reviews and, and good feedback on 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 the, the portion that we're doing right now, which is this week on Tide Talk. So we really appreciate that as well. Uh, make sure you, you follow me on Twitter at Blackwood89. You can follow uh, my co-host uh, Jake Thomas at Jake Thomas Tide, and of course follow our podcast Twitter feed at Tide Talk underscore Pod. Like always, we appreciate it and roll Tide.